your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen on this lovely Monday afternoon. And you can find Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, folks, we are going to be discussing what went wrong down in Sunrise, Florida on Saturday, as well as, as always, after every game, taking a look at where the Carolina Hurricanes are sitting in the Metropolitan and NHL standings. And so in, oh boy, this was, this was a game. This was a game that happened, folks, and it is taking me a while to figure out how like, I want to put my thoughts on this game into words, because yes, duds are bound to happen, regardless of the sport, whether it's Hockey, obviously, which is what we're going to be talking about. Football, basketball, baseball, whatever. Duds are going to happen. I mean, look at the Dallas Cowboys against the Denver Broncos. They were expected to win that game by a country mile, but Denver went into Dallas and beat the brakes off of them. So duds happen, and this was a dud of a game for the Carolina Hurricanes. They Obviously, final score, they lost 5-2. to two. Uh, The nine-game win streak to open up the season is done. So, you know, get that out of the way. But you know, just taking a look at, you know, what went wrong here. I think it can be chalked up to a few things. First off, I think it's just a dud of a game and not really anything to look into. You, you, like, you know how like some sports media outlets will do when a team that have been on a really good run loses in a really bad fashion. and Yeah, nothing like that. Uh, and, you know, I was fully prepared for the streak to come to an end on this trip down to Florida between the Panthers and the Lightning. I was fully prepared to us for the Hurricanes to potentially lose one of those games. I was fully prepared for that to happen, and I was okay with that happening because those are some damn good teams down there. But it was in this fashion, in a blowout fashion, is what got me. That's what got me about this game. And because there's not... A whole lot of positive to talk about with this game, which we I, there is some positive, and we will talk about that later. But looking at this game, you know, it was a really tough loss. I mean, the Hurricanes allowed four goals in the first period, and they didn't score one. So heading into the second period, they were down four nothing, and this is that was by far. By far, 
the worst period of hockey that they have one played this season, frankly, in recent memory. Like, good God, that was rough. That was rough stuff. Like, I remember in one of the playoff games down in Tampa, I remember one of the, I forget which game it was. You forgive me, yeah, because that's obviously been several months ago. But I remember one of those games being really rough. But this one, oh my God. That period was good Lord. But, and you, you just kind of knew, like this, like this game just got off on the wrong foot because 38 seconds in, Jacob Slavin took a penalty. Someone who never, never, never gets called for anything takes a penalty. He's already had two penalties on this season. So, I mean, Jacob Slavin heel turn confirmed. Uh, so, I mean, when AEW comes to Raleigh in January when they're making their debut in the city, like Jacob Slavin, he's just going to be out there with like, MJF and like all the heels like he's just gonna be out there with them <laughs> but it, back to hockey and jokes aside like the game just got off on the wrong foot and then that power play opportunity that the Panthers got off of that Jacob Slavin penalty they made good on it they scored they scored on three of four power play opportunities in that first period and I, honestly, after that game, you just knew it was done. Like, if it wasn't my job to cover the Hurricanes, I would have turned the game off. I, I did get up and walk away from it for a few minutes. I did do that. But you just knew, like, all right, this is this is going to be ugly. And obviously the Hurricanes are never able to bounce back from that. Because, I mean, yeah, they scored two goals. Okay, great. You were down four nothing. Okay. And then come second period, Auntie Ranta ended up starting in the second period, which I do think was the absolute right move. Freddie, like, he, those goals weren't on him because the guys were definitely hanging him out to dry. And just take, again, they had four power play opportunities and they scored on three of them. I mean, you know, the guys out on the ice are screwing him over in net. And just Florida was just tearing our defense apart. So it's definitely not all on Freddie. But I do think it was the right move to just get him out of there, get him a breather, and because all right, th- things aren't going right. All right, yeah, just come sit down, and we'll move on to the next one. But then, and on Tirante, he was like a really freaking good when he was in there. But then, twelve minute, little over twelve minutes is twelve twenty two. Auntie came out of the net to play the puck. It was moving really slow, and then he just got decked by Ryan Lomberg and obviously was knocked out of the game like he was hit and just motionless he was just laying there on the ice and you just knew oh crap this is bad it was very reminiscent of what happened up in Toronto I forget to which one I believe it was yeah it was Peter that came out of the net um when he got hurt up in Toronto in the Dave Ayers game 
Because, yeah, because Reimer, he was kind of bunched up in the net and hit, and then Peter came out to play the puck. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is very reminiscent of that, and then you're just wondering, okay, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening? Freddie's obviously, all right, he's putting his stuff back on, ready to go out. And I will say, when Freddie came back into the game, he did look better. He ended up stopping all 12 shots that he faced. So, you know, that that is a positive there. Like, once he was able to sit down and get him, almost get his composure back. Not, not that he ever loses him, his composure, but you guys get what I'm saying there. You're just taking a break. And he looked good when he came back. I will say that. But then, obviously, Auntie Ranta's knocked out of the game, doesn't come back. For a minute, I was looking like, all right, is he going to come back? Because they were just kind of like hanging out in the hall heading to the locker room like okay yeah does he just need to you know just gather himself for a little bit like you know how sometimes you're you're playing with friends or family or whatever and you get hit and sometimes you just gotta go sit down for a few minutes and gather yourself almost was something like that but it definitely was not and ended up happening after he was sent home so he is no longer on the trip He's no longer in Florida with the team. Rod Brendamore, I believe it was Saturday. No, no, it was Sunday. It was yesterday. He said that he thought Auntie Ranta was concussed, but they didn't know for sure at the time. As of recording at a little after 2 in the afternoon on Monday, I personally haven't seen any updates on him, but it, I trust Brendamore there. He it definitely... He took a nasty hit to the head, and yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a concussion, especially with him getting sent home. And I, I, I would definitely rather be safe than sorry. I don't want guys, you know, playing like they did 15, 20, 30 years ago, playing with concussions and ruining their future. Whether it's hockey, football, basketball, baseball, professional wrestling, anything. I don't, I don't want folks jeopardizing their future and not getting the proper treatment when it comes to concussions. So if that is the case, I definitely want Ronta to take the time that he needs to get better and get his brain right <laughs> if it is a concussion. So, you know, obviously with that and him getting sent home, Alex Lyon has been recalled from Chicago. I believe he has, like, 22 games of NHL experience in four years in Philly. So we'll see how that goes. I definitely fully expect Freddie to get the start tomorrow in Tampa. Fully expect that to happen. Uh, I don't really think anyone's going to doubt that there. But obviously we will preview that game when it happens. But there's definitely still a lot more to unpack from this game outside of the horrendous first period is just one of those you just got to think about what to call that as well as just some positive and then some more things that happen in the game and we'll discuss all that stuff right after this quick break folks does this sound familiar you've got one device that lets you catch the game live another that lets you stream your favorite shows you're watching your sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all the other good stuff 
Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more about Direct TV Stream at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Do you want an all-star team? You need an all-star hiring partner. You need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you the help you really want and a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible. Because you can do it all, attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. So don't struggle to find your quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire right the right people right now. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you can find the talent with the skills that you need through the tools like Indeed Instant Match Assessments and Virtual Interviews. Pick what skills are important to you from over 135 assessments and get a clear view of your top talent's abilities faster. To get started, right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts on indeed.com slash locked on so get a 75 dollar credit at indeed.com slash locked on indeed.com slash locked on offer valid through the december 31st terms and conditions applied need to hire you need indeed we are back with the recap of Saturday's game against the Florida Panthers. And once again, I would like to thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen on this lovely Monday afternoon. This afternoon is definitely much more lovely than Saturday's game against the Panthers. Obviously, we were just talking about Auntie Ronta getting knocked out of the game and how he's going to be out for the foreseeable future as he likely has concussion he was sent home so he now joins Nino Niederreiter and Brett Pesci on the injured list Alex Lyon has been recalled from Chicago but getting back to the game like I said when Freddie came back in he looked a lot better he, he stopped all 12 shots that he faced absolutely great and the one goal that Florida had yeah, that was an empty net goal, so that's not on Freddie. You know, give him that. And, you know, with some of the positives here, because, you know, you don't want to always be negative. I will say, you know, the Hurricanes defense, you know, after the first period, they stepped it up. They didn't allow any more even strength goals because, again, the one goal that they did allow at the very end was an empty net goal. So I'll give them that. The defense did step it up a little bit. They did convert on a power play. Vincent Trocek scored there. Kind of fitting there being in Sunrise, Florida, his old home. And so, you know, that stuff was good there. But obviously it wasn't enough. And I will say, you know, some other good stuff was Steph Jarvis in the fourth line as a whole. They continue to look really, really good. With him, Jordan 
Stephen Lorenz, and Derek Stepan. They all still looked really, really good, which is really, really good. And I like that that line is really gelling and having a lot of good chemistry and creating a lot of good chances and creating some energy. I really like that line. And they are continually a positive in just about every single game. Even a dud like this, they were still a positive takeaway. And I love that. And then Seth Jarvis ended up getting moved up to the third line with Jordan Stahl and Jesper Faust. And he continued to look really, really good. He didn't look out of place playing with them. He, he really just meshed right on in with those guys. And I think that's really good for him. And I think that spells good things for his future with the Hurricanes. Because, like, yeah, he's playing on the fourth line right now. But you see, okay. I can easily slot him into X line. He'll do just fine. No no need to worry. It's not gonna be one of those things like, oh crap, these guys never play together. They don't have the they don't have the same on ice chemistry as these other guys. So I, I really like that for him. And then the Jesper Foss goal was really, really good and he continues to be a good bright spot. For the Hurricanes to start out the season. That was his fifth goal of the year. And you compare it to how he was last year. He was very. He had a few good moments. But he was very much like a non-factor. For a large majority of the season last year. And so far to start out the season. He's looked really really good. And I will also say. The setup on that goal from Jacob Slavin was. Beautiful. It was really really nice. And so, you know, there there was some positives from this game. But at the end of the day, the big difference maker in this game was the special teams. The Carolina Hurricanes special team was absolutely atrocious in this game. And that is putting it lightly. This is a family show. So I can't say what I really want to say about the Carolina Hurricanes special team in that game because they went they allowed three of five power play goals for the Florida Panthers they went three of five they went yeah it, it, it was not good at by any means and then obviously Florida had the the even strength goal they had the empty net goal okay fine whatever that's two two goals fine that that's easily able to overcome but you allow three power play goals in one period you 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 don't win that game you're not winning that game especially if you're getting shut out of that period as well because again like i said earlier at the end of the first period it's four nothing that that's a tall order to come back from that and then the hurricanes they had five power play opportunities of themselves they got one, which, again, that's good. They got that on the five-minute major against Ryan Lomberg when Auntie Ronta got knocked out. But that was also one where you're on the power play for all five minutes whether you score or not. And the fact that they only scored once there, that was a little... That was frustrating there. Because, again, just the Hurricanes' power play had been really... 
they seem like they picked up where they left off last year and it really just stagnated in this game that's also a testament to florida's penalty killing you you can't take you got to have that in the equation as well they're they their penalty kill went four or five in that game so hats off to florida on that but the hurricanes they they have got to regroup and figure stuff out heading into tuesday i think we'll obviously talk more about this in that game preview but i think they have got to go back to just their normal lines that they had to start out the season you know where they very much had the motto of if it if it ain't broke don't fix it go back to that you know, you you got to go back to that 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 was what was working for you that's what got you to 8 no go back to that and you got to get something going yes i know you don't have nino now you don't have pesci you don't have ranta okay yes i know it sucks it really does but if you're throw as much as I love Jordan Martinick, if you're throwing a fourth liner on the first line who hasn't really went off or anything like that, not like Brock McGinn did last year when he just had that insane streak at one point in the season where he got bumped up to the top line, he hasn't done anything like that. Stop changing stuff. You gotta stop. If it ain't broke, don't fix it and go back to those normal lines to try to get something going to bounce back from this ugly loss so you don't start the other streak that you don't want to have which is a losing streak just let this be one where it's a dud of a game move on to the next one but we'll see what happens with tampa on tomorrow we'll obviously preview that game tomorrow but now it's time to look at where the hurricanes are at in the metropolitan and nhl standings and we will look at that right after this quick break now you guys know me you know i love thanksgiving on all the good food and treats that come along with it and plenty of them but maybe you want a yummy dessert that isn't so full of calories and sugar it's the perfect time for built bars Built Bar is the new holiday dessert, so feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and to be frank, that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace that coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar, or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie that you could possibly think of. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, and high protein, Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and great for the health conscious individual. Built Bars are a great option for when you're hungry, so if Thanksgiving isn't enough, go for a Built Bar or two. I've said before that quite often when I get hungry at work, I'm taking a Built Bar or two with me, so I'm not eating a bunch of junk food at work. So share some Built Bars at your family gatherings. It will make things less awkward if you're bringing something there to eat. And you never know, you may turn Aunt Betty on to Built Bars and she may absolutely love them. With new surprises all month long, limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly. So make sure you're checking the website often. 
and there's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday, so mark your calendar because Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now it's time to see where the Carolina Hurricanes are stacking up in the Metro and NHL standings. They had been winning, 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 so they're obviously climbing, climbing, climbing. But now they lost the game. Let's see where they are sitting at. Obviously, you guys know, go with the Metro Division first because at the end of the day, that's what's going to matter most for the Hurricanes. Where are they falling in the Metro Division? Because said multiple times, the Metro Division is an absolute bloodbath of a division. So let's see where the Hurricanes are falling in the Metro Division. So they're still sitting atop the Metro Division with 10 games played at a 9-1-0 record and 18 points. New York Rangers are back in second place at 9-3-3 and 15 points. Flyers are in third at 6-2-2 and 14 points. Blue Jackets are in fourth at 7-3-0 and 14 points. Capitals are in 5th at 5-2-4 and four in 14 points. Islanders are in 6th at 5-3-2 and, and 12 points. Dr- New Jersey Devils are in 7th at 5-3-2 and, and 12 points. And the Pittsburgh Penguins are still in last place at 4-3-3 and, and 11 points. So not much change for the hurricanes in the way of the metro division standings so and really didn't expect a whole lot to change there it was in the league standings where things changed for the hurricanes because heading into the game they were the number one team in the league now they have obviously slipped florida panthers have regained the number one spot in the league at a 10-0-1 record and 21 points the Hurricanes are in second at 9-1-0 and 18 points. The Oilers are also there at 9-1-0 and 18 points. Flames are in fourth at 7-1-3 and and 17 points. Fly, or excuse me, not the Flyers. The Wild are in fifth place at 8-3-0 and and 16 points. I don't know why I said the Flyers. Then you have the Blues at 7-2-1 and and 15 points. The Leafs at 7 Four and one and fifteen points. The Rangers at six three and three and fifteen points. The Ducks at six four and three and fifteen points. And then in the tenth spot, you have the Philadelphia Flyers, saying the right team now at six two and two and fourteen points. So the league standings is where we really just saw changes. You see teams creeping back up. You have the Leafs creeping back up. The Rangers are making it into the top 10. The Ducks are in the top 10. What the hell is happening? The Ducks are above the Lightning, the Capitals, the Sharks, the Predators, the Islanders, the Sabres. The Sabres have really started to fall off, as I frankly expected. They're above the Knights, the Penguins, the Bruins, the Abs. The Ducks, what is happening with the Ducks? Obviously, you can go listen to JD at Locked on Ducks to figure out what's happening with the Ducks. But now, all we have to do for the Hurricanes is just 
put this game against Florida behind us. Look ahead to tomorrow against Tampa Bay. That's all we can do now. That game has happened. It's done. You can't go back and change it. It is what it is. Obviously, we wish Auntie Ronta the best in recovery. Same with Nino and Brett. But now, again, Sun look ahead to Tampa. And as always, we will be recapping that game on, t- or excuse me, not recapping it, previewing it on tomorrow's episode and then recapping it the day after that. But now that you've made Locked On Hurricanes your first listen this Monday afternoon, go make Locked On NHL your second listen of this afternoon you guys know all about locked on nhl and how they cover the biggest stories from across the league over on that show so go listen to that show next and follow locked on hurricanes on twitter and instagram at lo underscore hurricanes and myself on twitter at jared underscore 96 and i will talk to you in tomorrow's episode